Yo, yo, what up, everybody? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you at right now in the world. Y'all know what's going on when you hear this voice in the building. It's your boy, D. Wood, and this is the Bringing the Wood podcast. This is a Camper Chronicle production. Y'all already know, man. I'm glad y'all could tune in. I told y'all it was coming. Y'all gonna be getting this every football Friday slash fuck work Friday, man. It's your boy, D. Wood, and y'all know, man, the co-host is with the most is in his colors, rocking them, man. Big Che, man, how we feeling today? Feeling good. It's a good day outside. You know, weather's nice. Most definitely and good we day. On, we live. Yes, sir. We live. We live. Thank you to everybody who who's tuning in and who going to tune in. Hey, we got we in for a little treat. For y'all that's tuned in today, it's Football Friday, so y'all know we're going to talk NFL and college football. So for the college football lovers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know what it's going to be. It's going to be a little bit of that as well. Uh, but... We're going to start with the NFL. We're going to get straight to it. We're breaking down the divisions. We're going to do our division winners, man. Division by division. Breakdown. Winners. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. We want to start with the NFC or the AFC. Start with the AFC. Start with the AFC. We'll go uh, We'll go with the AFC North. We'll start with the North. We got Pittsburgh. We got Baltimore, Cincy, Cleveland. Um, I think this has a chance to be one of the stronger, if not the strongest divisions uh, in the whole NFL, um, whether it's NFC or AFC. And, um, man, uh, this is going to be tough, but I got to I got to give it to Lamar and them. I think I think Lamar and them going to win the division this year. I, I like the team. I like the build new office coordinator. Uh, obviously, I think this going to. This, it's going to be a tough division, so I ain't saying this going to be a 14, 15 win teams, but I think this going to be a grimy 12 wins. You know what I'm saying? 11, 12 wins will get you to, to win, but I think everybody in this division could potentially win nine games. Oh, yeah, easy. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely think the division winner will be the Ravens, um, followed by Cincinnati. And then the Steelers and the Cleveland, I feel like they both in that space to where it's like, who's going to take that step? They're both right there, and it's both just depending on uh, what those what each quarterback do, and that's depending on Deshaun Watson returning to form and Kenny Pickett taking that next step, uh, should we say. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would say if the NFC, I mean, the AFC wasn't so deep, I mean, all four of these teams could potentially make the playoffs, but the, it's so deep, so it's, you might only get two of the teams in if, mm-hmm. if. But right now, I got to ride with the Bengals until proven otherwise. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They bring mm-hmm. the champs. And it uh, seems like they got a, a chokehold on the division right now. Although all the other teams are coming up, I like what the Ravens did on mm-hmm. offense, trying to switch some stuff up, and they always have a style of defense. Um, the Steelers look like they up and coming. Um, man, and then the Browns, you never know what you're going to get the Browns. They have a talented team. Every year, but mm-hmm. you know, it's just if they could put it together. So it, it's definitely going to be a tough division, and uh, whoever comes out of that division will certainly be battle tested. So, but I'm gonna go with the Bengals. Okay, okay, Bengals. All right, I got Ravens. You got Bengals. All right, let's go to the to the East AFC East. We got uh, the Bills, the Jets, the Dolphins, and uh, good old Bill and the New England Patriots, man. <laughs> But um, I ain't gonna lie. I think uh, I think I know a Rod is there in the Jets. That team on paper, I, I I think they look like they should do it. But 
I'm I'm gonna go with the Dolphins, man. I think that another year together, again, healthy tour, and that's just me. This is me thinking. No injury to Tua. Tua's going to be healthy this year. This team, even with the injury to Jalen Ramsey, I think this team, another year together in this offense with this coach, with those weapons and only adding more weapons around, I really think the Dolphins took a step forward in the offseason this year between the draft and signing players and making moves. And I think the Bills took a step back. I mean, as well, they still got Josh Allen. They still got Stephon Diggs. But I think they lost a few players on defense who I think um, – you know, you'll see a little bit of the lack thereof when this shows um, on some of those games during the week. But I'm, I'm taking the Dolphins, um, Bills and Jets. It's going. We'll see. We'll see on uh, on on Monday night or Sunday night. I think that's Monday night. We'll see on Monday night what uh what what the Bills and the Jets do, and then Bill Bill sneaky behind again. This is one of those Bills going to either shock everybody or Bill going to be starting to get the pressure put on him. And um, we'll, we'll we'll definitely see, but I definitely got the Dolphins going. How about yourself, man? I agree with you. Okay. I also think the Dolphins. I like what they what they over there doing. Um, they got a lot of talent on that team. The thing about this division, I think, is going to be who ends up being the healthiest. Mm. Um, I think that's what'll pull it out. That's going to be the difference. Um, talent wise, obviously, the Bills are up there. Uh, the Dolphins are coming. The Jets made a lot of moves, but I just don't trust the Jets. Like it's some. It's some uh, some O line issues. You heard Sean Payton. You heard Sean Payton. <laughs> you know, I mean, and I is it, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. I always want to call him Red Far. <laughs> I know. I hear it every time. Every time. <laughs> but it's like he's gonna be really good or he's gonna be really mediocre. And I mean, he looked cool in preseason, but that's preseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, season start. It's still you got no real proven receivers. Um, no proven running backs. You pick up Dalvin Cook, but mm-hmm. you know he ain't practiced or played a game with y'all yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so we gonna see. And then Bill, you know, like you said, Bill is Bill. He's gonna be a genius or he gonna look stupid. Yeah, um, no in between. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a agree with you and go with the Dolphins. Okay, okay, okay. Well, now we go to uh, AFC South. My neck of the woods, man. Uh, obviously, Jacksonville last year won the division, won it with the last game of the season. Uh, we was out there with Joshua Dobbs, at quarterback, who's potentially going to be the starter in Arizona <laughs> come week one. So, you know, hey, kudos to him doing his thing and parlaying just, just some effort play in the last few years of his career to parlay that to a starting job for maybe a season. But... um Obviously, my Titans, man, we added D-Hop. We're hoping Traylon Burks takes that step. He stayed in Tennessee all offseason. I think this is a, a big step for him. Obviously, I'm taking the Titans to win the division. And I'm not saying it uh, in a bias. I do think the Jags, obviously, I still think we're neck and neck with the Jags. Calvin really, obviously, is a tremendous upgrade um, for Trevor Lawrence and his development. Obviously, as we've seen with all young quarterbacks, they've been needing to get that that alpha, that number one. And, you know, obviously we ain't seen really on the field in a minute. So we forget that he was, you know, that's why they were so willing to let go of Julio Jones because that kid showed that he could carry the load, you know, and uh, be a true number one. So I do think that that is a, a, a t- upgrade for them and it'll help out. But I do think we upgraded as well on both sides of the ball. I think our defense get better. Uh, my only question is offensive coordinator, Tim Kelly, first year offensive coordinator. He's our tight ends coach last season. Obviously, we got a thing for making our tight ends coaches office coordinators because Arthur Smith, the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, 
is also <laughs> uh, our former tight ends coach. So, um, you know, I definitely want to see what he have. Uh, it looked pretty good in preseason, some of the formations and things like that. It didn't just stay stationary. Uh, we'll see how it looks with all the moving parts as we uh, travel to New Orleans week one. But we'll talk about that another time. But I got the Titans winning the South. So you done. You say you got the Titans winning the South? The AFC South. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I got the Jaguars. Yes, sir, yes. Um, I think they're uh, a, a young office that's only getting better. Um, Trevor Lawrence coming to is this his third year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, he still makes a lot of mistakes, but he's getting better. I think he has a perfect head coach for him, help him develop, and I think he's taking those steps to develop. And they're giving him nothing but weapons. Mm-hmm. Now you get a uh, full season of ATM back there being the main guy. Man, um, he's dangerous in run and pass game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you add Calvin Ridley to. That that arsenal that you had last year, mm-hmm. second year with Evan Ingram, um, they just got to up that O line. But other than that, that offense is pretty solid. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, um, defensively, that's where the issues lie with them. Yeah, I'm You know what I'm saying? I'm not there. But they got a lot of young players, um, and in that division, you got time to time to figure. It's it just out. us. You got time to figure. It's it just out. us. <laughs> so so just uh uh. Going off that, it's gonna to be tough though because I mm-hmm. think the Titans are always right there. Yeah, They're always yeah. right there. And if they could figure out their quarterback position, um, well, Man. not just quarterback, their 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 passing game, then um, they definitely be a threat. They always have a solid defense, always have top notch run game. So, yeah, but I'm gonna go with the Jaguars. The Texans, Colts don't have a shot. No, and that ain't no knock on them. But again, with the quarterbacks they got and the coaches they have, they they can get it together very very soon. So we definitely, as my Titans, we need to get step our game up quickly, quickly, for sure. And uh, to finish off the AFC, we got to go with the, you know, the 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 the, 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 the top dogs over there. Uh, this won't be long. Uh, the AFC West, Kansas City Chiefs. San Diego Chargers, I mean, L.A. Chargers, my apologies. L.A. Raiders. Oh, Vegas Raiders. Everybody L.A., Vegas. My bad. I'm confused on all of them. They moving too much. A lot of movement over there. But the Vegas Raiders um, and the, the new-look Broncos. Uh, Sean Payton, I think, he, I, think he are, I think he got a target on his back already. So uh, I think he do well with a target on his back. Yeah, no, he's always he up for the challenge. So I do think that's my sleeper team in the division is the Broncos. They got everything, and now they got a coach. So if they put it together, we could definitely see. Lost Oakland Raiders. Yeah, something <laughs> like that right there. <laughs> but um, I got, I got Kansas City winning the division. Obviously, the Chargers are are, are very, very, very put to, well put together team. Herbert paid now. They got Eckler back. Added, uh, added Quentin Johnston to that towering uh, basketball team receiving core that they got. So... They definitely are going to be in the mix. Uh, again, the the Raiders adding Jimmy G, another year in the offense. This guy fits the scheme more, adding players, uh, getting depth on both sides of the ball. Um, I don't know if they watched the preseason game. The one preseason game that Tyree Wilson played in, he definitely made an impact. He only played like two series, and he had basically two disrupting plays, and they pulled him. I think that kid's going to have a fun year for y'all. Uh, definitely step in the right direction, but... The Chiefs are the big dog in this division, led by the head of the snake, Mr. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. 
It's hard to go against the Chiefs. Um, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Okay. Um, I think uh, head coach is on the high seat. He got to make something pop this year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Justin Herbert got his money. Um, that offense is crazy. They just got to stay healthy. The defense is equally as crazy. They get everybody healthy. Yeah. I think this might be the year they get it going. Um, it's the year they need to get it going, or it's going to be some wholesale changes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. What else can you say? Offense is one of the best in the NFL. The defense is getting better. They, they're they hitting on some young drive picks, um, and they're producing for them. So, yeah, with that, I mean, this divi- you look at this division, they might have – the most accomplished quarterbacks or or most talented quarterbacks mm-hmm. in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, the Raiders are doing some things, but I don't I don't know what the Raiders they make moves to get better and then they do things it's like mm, maybe y'all shooting for next year. But, you know, Jimmy G might be the guy. He wins games. Mm-hmm. He got talent. Um a couple of those games you flip flop them y'all right there in the playoffs. So, you know, that, that they don't have a bad team. No, fix no. the defense. Um, like you said, Tyree was. Hey, I might be a be a guy to look out for this year for a defensive rookie of the year if he get his opportunities, which he will with Crosby on the other side, and then they mix him in with Chandler Jones and that. Yeah. And then um, the Broncos. I don't know what to expect. They got a talented team. They got a good coach. Uh, let's just see if they click. It all predicate off that quarterback though definitely definitely quarterback play matters for sure he has to, russ has to look better than last year uh russ gotta cook i don't know how much he need to cook he gotta cook a little bit let somebody else season the food maybe and then he cook it i don't know how it gotta work but he definitely gotta be better than last year for sure for sure so yeah no nah, I, I definitely uh i think the division has a chance to be very very good if all the teams play up to the expectation of, you know, the coaches and players they got around them. I think it could be an exciting division just like uh, the North could be. But um, those are our division winners for the AFC. So, you know, make sure y'all tune back to this <laughs> when season end comes. You know what I'm saying? Or come tune in in about seven, eight weeks. Some of these teams might not even be qualified for it. So, it's all good. DJ, you see, he's trying to tell me that, Raheem Mostert was a franchise running back. <laughs> 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 Guess she wasn't right, huh? Nah, don't take your lock back, man. You know we hoping the Raiders. We know we hope success for the Raiders. No Raiders slander, man. You just got to keep it a thou while on here. But I'm going to let you take the lead for the NFC. Go yeah, ahead, man. You yeah. go ahead and lead. Who we start lead. with? Who we going to start with? Let's, let's go start ahead. with... Uh... Go ahead. Take the lead on the NFC, man. That's your, that's your area of expertise. Let's go. Let's go. We start with... Hey, might as well start with the NFC East. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to go with... Uh... Dang. I hate to do it, but I, I'm going to have to go with the Cowboys. Mm. Yeah. I don't trust the Eagles. I think they got a good offense, uh-huh. but they got a lot of holes on the defense. 100%. Um, I think they, they drafted well, but I don't know if those dudes are ready. Right. You, you know, know what I'm saying? The, the, all the Georgia boys on the line and that linebacker. So, we'll see if they click together. Uh, secondary is going to be the secondary, but you're replacing your offensive and defensive coordinators. Um so I gotta see something from y'all before I'm ready to give y'all the crown. Cowboys had the most continuity, um, and they added pieces, so I think they'll take the division. Um, Giants, Giants are up and coming. Commanders are up and coming, but I don't think they're ready, especially not to win the division. So I, right, I'll go with the Cowboys. Man, unfortunately, nah, I ain't even gonna front. That that ain't bad because I I I I, I kind of wanted to say the Cowboys too. 
But I think if Jalen Hurts takes another step, which I think he can, has room to grow. I do think he can be. I think he can. Uh, he can go ahead and win the division. So I'm definitely gonna take the Eagles. I know nobody really repeats in this uh, division. True. So I, I can't knock the Cowboy take it all. And the Cowboys, they got better. They definitely got better. We hoping that the quarterback plays better because again, that's the only thing. Dak Dak ain't played that bad ever. I'll say that. I'm not saying he's been just super elite quarterback, but that season last year, that was that was that was that was bad. But I definitely think there's some room to grow. So I do think uh, if he doesn't play that bad, they definitely have a chance to win the division. Yeah. So I definitely could see where you come about. I got to take Philly, man. The, the the losing both coordinators, I think that's the that's the one thing that's scary. But man, continuity is 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 a thing on offense, and I do think the offense will be. Be very, very well kept and carried. So, I definitely take Philly. All right, move on to the NFC North. Ooh, this is a good one right here because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. it's a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of movement that went uh-huh. on in this division. Uh-huh. I think this division could be up for grabs, but with everything that's been going on, shoot, I'm just gonna go ahead and go with the Lions. Man, <laughs> I like I like the I don't know why I like the Lions. Um, they just gotta gotta not give in to their pressure of you know expectations. There you go. I, I can just you. just play the game, play the game of football. Um, the Packers got some you know some things they need to mm-hmm. figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just I don't I don't know I don't know if it's the head coach or something about Man. something about them. Like Come they on. got a good team, but yeah. it's just something about them that's yeah. just not looking like you know we're ready to take over. It's a lot of hype around the Lions. Maybe it's their head coach. Maybe it's the way that he run the team. You can tell people are buying into what he's talking about. Even though they're not not more talented, I don't think, than the Packers. But they look like they more bought in. Oh, Um, definitely. And the Bears made a lot of moves. But I just don't... I got to see more from from Justin Fields as a passer to give stock into them winning that division. Yeah. And then the Vikings. The Vikings, I mean... They lost a lot of a lot of veterans on both sides uh, on of the both football. sides of the ball, especially the defensive side, and that's where they was doing most of their damage. You still gonna put up numbers with um, Justin Jefferson, yeah, with Justin Jefferson and, and that Jordan. Jordan Addison. There you go. So mm-hmm. the offense mm-hmm. will probably still be cool, but uh, defensively they're gonna struggle a lot. Yeah, no, nah. I I agree. I do think that the Vikings have a chance to potentially be one of the bottom two in this division uh, as well. I definitely think. Uh, bottom two for the Vikings. I think they took a, a super duper step back and left the door open. And I really think it's a two man race. I think the Bears gonna need a season or two to put it all together. But I do think they'll be a much better team this season. You know what I'm saying? They're not gonna have the first pick in the draft. Facts. I I could I can guarantee the Bears won't have the first pick in the draft this season. So I'll, I'll say that. But I think it's a two two man race between the Packers and the Lions, man. And I, I'm picking the Lions too. I'm picking the Lions. But, you know, Jordan Love, uh, he showed some promise in the preseason again. It's preseason. So, you know, but you still want to see growth in a player every season, every time he touched the field. And he did show that. Uh, I just think they're very, very young offensively. I mean, obviously, they got the veteran running backs. But uh, I just think they're going to be a young offense, which uh, which doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. Burrow and them had a young offense. And... You know what I'm saying? And I'm not comparing them to that. But I'm saying, like, 
I'm not going to put too much into it, but I do think the Lions, with, 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 with Coach Campbell, what they got going is just something different. Like, you know, I, I'm bought in, too. <laughs> I'm bought in, too, uh, for Detroit, you know. Uh, obviously, Jamison Williams getting the six-game suspension sets him back a little bit. Uh, sets him back in general because he had to miss half the season last year with injury. So uh, I think that'll set him back a little bit. But I think the new pieces added into the secondary will help out a lot. I think Aiden Hutchinson is going to be a, a, a very, very improved player than what he was as a rookie. He had three picks as a rookie and, and eight sacks. So I do way think, better than I thought he'd be. I think those guys are going to uh, oh, make something happen. So I'm definitely taking Detroit as well with Packers as a close second. All right, NFC South, that's where it gets spicy. Right uh-huh. Here, NFC uh-huh. South, because all of these teams are replacing their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Every single last one of them. Every but single one. in my opinion, I think the Saints had the most uh, reliable one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go with the Saints, solely off their quarterback and their defense. Mm-hmm. I think they have a solid defense, and um, they can figure it out. Once they get Kamara back, whatever, you know, whatever mm-hmm. NFL going to do with him. Mm-hmm. Was it three games? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, with that, with him, Derek Carr, um, you hoping you get something out of Michael Thomas? Uh, Olave looked really nice last year. Uh, you bring Jimmy Graham back, and he actually looked cool in the in the, mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the preseason. A little red zone threat, you know. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with the Saints. I think that the Falcons are right there behind them because one thing they can do is they can run the ball, yeah. and you add best running back in college football. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And you still have all those running backs you had last year. Right. Still got Cordero Patterson. We can move him any and everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got them two big receivers with Jake London and, and Kyle Pitts. Yep. Um, Don't forget they added uh, Mac Hollins, too, as well. Yeah. yeah. He did He did nice for the Raiders last yeah. year. Yeah. So he brought himself some stock. familiar with him. Uh-huh. So, you know, I think the offense will be more, more um, consistent. And then with that defense, they solid. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm picking New Orleans as well to win the division. I think, like you said, it's it's the veteran quarterback. Um, but the sleeper team is Atlanta, man, uh, just like you said. Uh, Desmond Ritter, I was a big fan of him coming out. I, I wouldn't have mind if we would have got him. I think he's a very good dude. I think he's a, a lot of experience playing the position at quarterback. Man, I told you, I like a quarterback. If you ain't just oozing with talent, man, I'd like you to have a lot of experience in playing a lot of football games. And Desmond Ritter has played in a lot of football games. Um, so I think he'll be... Uh, he'll look much more poised than what we think uh, you would, than most people will expect when this season starts. Um, and I expect him to play very, very well to compete. But um, I think Derek, I think Derek Carr is, uh, like you said, he's already ready. And um, he got a little chip on his shoulder, man. And he's, he's somewhere that actually wants him. You know what I'm saying? They went to, they wanted him. They brought him in. He feels wanted. And so with I, that head coach was at, with, with Raiders when yeah, he started. So I, I think that that one's going to be uh, a good one for them. So, yeah, definitely. Going, going with New Orleans. All right. Now, now mm-hmm. get to the vaunted NFC West. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Cardinals don't have a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, Rams, no. Mm-mm. It's basically going to come down to the Niners and the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. As much as I hate the Seahawks and as much as they look like trash, they continue to win. It's mm-hmm. straight Pete. And mm-hmm. he drafts well. He develops his players. And he's always going to be in contention. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, got Geno Smith at quarterback. Even though Geno did good, right, right, Geno's right. going to pick his time when he's going to be Geno. Geno going Geno. So, uh, 
I'm biased also. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Niners. I think they have the best roster. It's going to come down to the protection of Brock Purdy, obviously. Right, right, right. He can continuously run the offense. And he don't got to be perfect. No. Just be, you know, somewhere in the realm of where you mm-hmm. were last year. You have weapons all around you. Just get the ball to the playmakers and do what you do. Defensively, I don't think we'll be as good as last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we we – We'll have a more experienced, better defense. Mm-hmm. But with the new defensive coordinator, a lot of new pieces. Both have been going the whole offseason. Um, it's going to take some time to get get back to form. Right. But I think we got time to do that. Okay. But I think we come up with the division. Okay. And I, I, I got to go with y'all too, man. I, I, I really, I, I ain't going to lie. I had Seattle this morning when we first, when we first <laughs> before I even got on. I had Seattle. And, um... I really do think that that team is is really really good and really really talented. And again, Peter's Pete, and that's why it's, it's and again that's why we saying it like it's literally a two headed race. And I think either I think you know thirteen wins, that's about the number I can see. Maybe fourteen. I think that's going to be the winner of the division. Uh, I ain't sure if, like you said, I'm not sure if Geno can get to a fourteen wins. So uh, I'm definitely gonna take I'm gonna take the Niners, but I do think the Seahawks do have a more talented roster now. But I do think the continuity that the Niners have, I think like, and I, I do think everybody is now that they got the outside noise out and they can just focus in on making the main thing the main thing. I, I think they're gonna lock in. And again, man, Brock Purdy don't gotta play perfect. We've seen that. That's why this team is where they at every season. So mm-hmm. I think the Niners get it done. Definitely. I think this is uh, it's going to be good, man. We're going to run back in. What you say, Jamal? Y'all pick Philly over the Commanders. Y'all drunk. He picked the Cowboys over him, so, you know, he extra drunk. He's extra drunk. Oh, and Aaron, you said the Lions offense just is young. I do agree, but they got Jared Goff, who's experienced and played in some big-time games. I do think that experience at the, at the main position is uh, one of those things why I give a Lions a slight nod. Again, if Jordan Love come out and play lights out, then you know it is what it is. But I think he'll have a few growing pains as the league, you know, shows his hand and shows him how crazy it could get in disguising coverages and trying to confuse new and young quarterbacks. But I do think that uh, the Lions offense is very young as well. But, again, they got a couple guys, again, with one being the quarterback who is really, really experienced um, in this moment. Again, I'm in Ross St. Brown as well. Um, I think they're going to be all right. Very experienced offensive line as well, too. That's where a lot of the veterans is at, is in those key areas. So I do think that um, that's one of those things that uh, why I picked the Lions. You know? I agree. You know, definitely. Who else, who else we got in here? It's different having youth at the, at the skill position than at the quarterback. Exactly. No, no, 100%. I definitely think so. And uh, that's that's all we're going to get for football because, again, tune in next Thursday. And I, when I drop the podcast, we'll break down more football because it'll be officially kickoff week. We'll be talking uh, Lions, Chiefs. I, every time I say it, it's just crazy. We'll be talking Lions, Chiefs kickoff. We'll be talking about who we picking, matchups. Uh, we'll be breaking down the games of the week. We're talking pre, 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 uh, preseason MVP, who we think. Defensive player of the year, rookie of the year, all that good stuff. Y'all know what time it is. We're going to make sure. Uh, and every Friday, we're going to do this. Every Friday, we're going live, and we're going to talk about college football and the NFL. We're going to talk about the Thursday game that would have been passed. 
talk about the games on the upcoming weekend, and we're going to definitely talk college football because y'all know I am a college football junkie. And with that being said, we're about to get right into college football right now. Um, season already kind of started. We already had a couple games. Uh, obviously, Caleb Williams is the talk of college football right now. Um, so USC came out, played San Jose State, handled themselves Really, really nice. I was impressed with San Jose State as well. I will say that, though. I'm not going to act like I wasn't impressed with San Jose State. I thought they handled themselves well. Um, their quarterback, wasn't you the one telling me their quarterback was behind yeah. Tua? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was telling me that the quarterback for San Jose State was behind Tua, so he didn't really get a lot of offers. But he looked really good in the game. Obviously, the score doesn't say that, but he carried himself well, and that's how you increase your draft stock. But, again, we're here to talk about the potential number one pick in the draft. Uh, Caleb Williams doing some <laughs> Caleb Williams esque things, man. Some uh, all the all the uh, analysts like to say Patrick Mahomes likes things, but uh, eighteen for twenty five, over two hundred and fifty yards, four touchdowns. He only was sacked twice. Didn't have to run at all, um, but yeah, he's he's as advertised. Again, the defense still has some woes, so I'm not sure if they still gonna make the playoff. Uh, you know, it's still going to be tough because, man, you got to play defense to make the college football playoff. You got to play some type of defense. Yeah. And um, he, he's definitely going uh, uh, to carry him as far as he can. But I, I don't know if, you know, I don't know if they're going to score 56 every night. Uh, they have to with that defense. <laughs> um, the defense is horrible. I mean, mm-hmm. and it's crazy. They got they got players. They got a lot of transfers that come in. Mm-hmm. I just think their scheme is they're trying to be too complex, especially when you got a lot of transfers coming in, mm-hmm. um, guys that you only have for like one or two years. Right, right, right. You need to simplify it, like okay. stop, trying, trying to cover two invert and all this other stuff. And then you have a lot of blown coverages. You still can't stop a running quarterback. Still is having trouble getting gashed up the middle. Mm-hmm. So. You go to play SEC teams or mm-hmm. Oregon State or mm-hmm. Oregon or mm-hmm. UCLA teams that are gonna run a uh, run the ball down at you. Real. Yeah, it's over. No, definitely, definitely. You're gonna have to score 50 points every game and be in these shootouts. Right. And with the teams you're going against running the ball, I don't know if you're gonna have enough time to score 50, which is just only putting more pressure on Caleb Williams. Um, but again, uh, we are gonna see if he up for the challenge. Uh. Uh-huh. No, but that, that offense is dynamic, though. Yeah. Like, they got weapons everywhere. Dudes that started last year, yeah, sitting the bench, watching freshmen. Tear cut up. <laughs> right. There ain't nothing you can yeah. do about that at all. <laughs> nothing, nothing you can do about that. Um, another game was uh, Notre Dame. They uh, went up against Navy. Obviously, the score doesn't really matter. It's more about Sam Hartman transferring in from Wake Forest, all-time leading ACC passer. Uh, transferred in from Wake Forest to Notre Dame to play in a more pro style. You know, he played in that slow, slow mesh system at uh, at Wake that he excelled in. Obviously, all time leading passer in the ACC. Um, but now he wants to get somewhere pro style where he can get some better looks because you know, after a while, you still want to go to the league and they still want to see you do a little bit of some things that resemble. Mm-hmm. Uh, NFL-like offense. So he made Notre Dame. And again, it wasn't a good look against Navy, but he dominated. Um, he did what he's supposed to do. As he should have. And uh, he looked good being able to, what I like to say is, play action with your back to the defense, turn around, locate open receivers, and distribute the ball. And those are little qualities that rece- quarterbacks need that, you know, the NFL coaches look at. That's something that's not a stat. 
You know, it's like, can you turn away from the defense and turn around and get the old progression and know what you're doing with the football? And again, like you said, he showed it uh, flawlessly, but showed it. So I definitely uh, thought that was smooth. But uh, I-, I like Notre Dame. I- I'm rooting for Freeman as a head coach. You know what I'm saying? Black man, you know how that works. Uh, no, uh, Ohio State. Uh, did he? Yep. Okay. Yeah, he played backer for him. Oh, where he co- back did in he the day. Co- where did he coach at? Oh, where did he coach? That's a good one. I think he might have been a DC at Notre Dame. And then got um elevated to head coach. Um and then uh the most recent game was last night, uh number fourteen rank no, yeah, fourteen rank Utah took on Florida. Uh Florida, I don't know if y'all know, yeah, Florida's going through a lot of change. One of their quarterbacks went through it, got suspended, kicked out. Uh John Kittnerson, look it up yourself. Uh yeah, he got kicked out of Florida, so they got a transfer in from uh, Wisconsin. What's his name? Graham. Graham Mertz. Mm-hmm. Hertz. Um, not that good. And uh, Florida walked out and played 38 tr- freshmen or transfer players last night. And um, it showed. Like, they had some bonehead mistakes. Blown coverages and things of that nature. Dudes running into each other in coverage. And the score was still only 24 to 11. Even though Utah had two quarterbacks playing because Cam Rising was out with a knee injury. Um, but I, I think it was just playing it safe. Uh, they kind of knew they was going to be able to win this game without him. Just got to play safe football. And obviously, they had a, uh, one of the, the red shirt freshman, uh, Nico Johnson, fumbled, I want to say, once or twice. So um, that was kind of rough. But Utah got the win 24 to 11. Handled themselves accordingly. Florida is going to be a rough year for Florida, um, but they're going to have a bunch of young athletic dudes getting a lot of experience that when they do get a quarterback, uh, Florida could be a team to be reckoned with because uh, they, they flew around on both sides of the ball, you know what I'm saying, on both sides of the ball really, really well. And um, Utah is still going to be battling for the uh, Pac-12 championship, physical team on both sides of the ball. They hit, rap, tackle, run the ball hard. Um, and, again, the best player on the team, the quarterback, wasn't even playing. So, I think Utah, USC, Oregon, those will kind of be those teams battling for the Pac-12 at the end of the season. Yeah, no, nah, I think it was a, a, a good showing for the soon-to-be-extinct Pac-12. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, man, they came out and punched them right in the mouth. Missing, uh, you know, eight starters, mm-hmm. best player on offense, best player on defense, captains. Um and that that's a testament to, you know, the coaching staff right. and, and the program that you're running. Like when you've been at a school for a long time, uh, you know, he's been there since Urban Meyer left. Right, right, right. He was there with Urban Meyer. Right. So you know he's what I'm holding so it down. He he know what he wants, he getting the players in that he wants to get in and he and they're doing a good job of of creating a culture out there. Got to. And and that showed. Um, you know, it wasn't a straight beat down. Score wise, but if you watch the game, it was a beat down. Yeah, like, yeah. Score don't say they could like I couldn't even I can't even tell you if the quarterback was good or not because he was running for his life the whole game. Yeah, one hundred percent. And yeah, and then the receivers look confused. Like mm-hmm. Florida just looks bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure they'll figure it out. You know, mm-hmm. not they they're not going to be a contender by any means, mm-mm, but. Mm-mm. Eventually, they will be a good team. Like you said, they have a lot of freshmen, young guys playing. Mm-hmm. So, they'll figure it out. Um, but, yeah, Utah, once they get all their players back, mm-hmm. man, that's going to be – we could be talking uh, shoot playoff. Yeah, yeah. They're, playoff. They're, they're good on all sides. They're yeah. good on both sides. Special teams as well. They're definitely a well-put-together team, well-coached. 
I like what Utah showed. Like you said, the score doesn't say it, but they definitely uh, 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 played well. But it's it's week one, y'all. College football got couple team, couple big games, but outside of that, we just got a, a just you know kickoff, you know warm up games because week two is Bama Texas, so they both taking the light this week. I think Texas got Rice, Bama playing somebody they're gonna be by ninety three. They you know they got to warm up and test the waters, but. TCU Colorado, number 17 TCU, coming off of a national championship loss, but a national championship, um, losing a myriad of talent, new, new, new everything, quarterback, running backs, wide receivers, defensive backs, linebackers, whole new crew, taking on Colorado, whole new team, man, ran by uh, Coach Prime, y'all already know Deion Sanders, Coach Sanders, to be correct, you know what I'm saying, and um, his whole new team, whole what he 86. Players through the transfer portal, right. most ever in transfer portal history. Uh, his son, his his other son, Travis Hunter, the corner. It's gonna be a good game, man. Uh, I think this will be a, a good test and stepping stone for for Dion and them. Again, man, Colorado won one game last year. One. I don't think Colorado finna come out here and win fourteen games. I think Colorado could win if they can get seven wins. Get to a bowl game this season. That's a success. that's a that's success for a first year head coach taking over for a team that was just in turmoil. So again, anything else, anything more than six, seven wins, man, is all icing on the cake, and only shows how that that much better that prime is than what we already think of him. So I definitely think that's one of the big games slated for the weekend, for sure. Uh, again, for my college football lovers, that's tomorrow, 9 a.m. kickoff, man. Not bright and early. Bright and early on Fox, man. It's going to be a good one. So make sure you tune in. Michigan, they number two. They take on East Carolina tomorrow at 9 a.m. on Peacock. That's a new one. Shout out to the deal with Peacock. I got Peacock, too. So, yeah. Um, I think that's another good one. You got any games you've seen that's going to be coming out? Um, no marquee matchups, but, you know, it's a lot of people I just want to keep seeing. I want to continue to keep tabs on uh, USC. They play Nevada this, okay. this week. Okay, yes, yeah, um, yeah. See how they look, if they made any improvements or they still looking the same. Yeah. Um, you give up 28, 30 points to Nevada. Oh, yeah, you got yeah. issues. Yeah, you, you got, got issues. issues. You got issues. Yeah. You got issues. Um. Oh, North Carolina, South Carolina. That's yes. Right yes, there. sir. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? You get to see see a, another potential top pick at quarterback. Yeah, Drake Mays. Yeah, going yep. against Spencer Rattler. 46 total touchdowns last year. I think that was second in the country. Um, Big-time player out of North Carolina. And then, like you said, Spencer Rattler, the former number one recruit in the country by way of Oklahoma, lost this, lost this way and found his way to South Carolina where he's a uh, – He's trying to get his draft stock up. You know, he might not be a first-round pick, but that kid's trying to get his draft stock up. He still has talent, man. You're not the number one high school recruit for no reason. So, you know, you have some talent in there. So, I definitely think it's uh, something, something to see. Um, again, Ohio State, number three. Uh, they starting uh, McClough, McLeod, Cal McLeod. Uh, you know, obviously, this is going to be a, a, a first-time quarterback. So, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see. Obviously, Marvin Harrison Jr., <laughs> Heisman hopeful wide receiver. I definitely think I, he has. That, a, that's his high school quarterback. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, That's his high school quarterback. The Cal McClough. They played together in high school, so uh, both those guys already got chemistry. Pretty sure they stay still throwing to each other, even while Stroud was there. So 
I think they have a chance. I, I want to see what he looks like as well. Um, on Monday night, uh, Duke plays Clemson. I want to see Kim, Clemson. They got Kay Klubnik taking over uh, for DJ Uyung Lele. Still got Will Shipley, the superstar running back. Uh, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? So I definitely think that's going to be a, a, a good one as well. What else we got? Um, and I, I guess I can say the best for last, and that's Sunday night, man, or Sunday afternoon ish, even in this 4.30, if you're free on ABC. You got number eight, Florida State, taking on number five, LSU, man. And that's 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 going to be the one, dog. Um, and I am very, very high on my Seminoles this year. I think um, Mike Novell. This is a rematch, yep. yeah. Last year, the block field goal yeah. to win the game. Um we 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 blew that game last season, and we just we got lucky and got a dub, and I I, I respect that. Both teams had both te- both. Whoever loses this game still has a chance to make the college football playoff if they can, because of who the magnitude of the game and our divisions. I think we still have it, and how early it is, how high we are ranked. So I do think um, I do think that these guys are going to be. Uh, very very competitive. Uh, Jaden Daniels, uh, of um, LSU transfer from Arizona State showed showed uh, showed showed he can be the man for the job. You know what I'm saying? Going out there and getting Alabama game last year as well. I think he'll be ready for the challenge. Full year in the system. Coach Kelly, a full year here now. Um, Mike Norvell grew on me uh, as a Seminole guy. Again, I wanted Coach Dion. I wanted Prime. But Michael Norvell has grown, earned his keep, um, and earned the respect of our team and players. Uh, Jordan you, Travis. Say how you feel about the quarterback, though. Uh, Jordan Travis, man, grew on me. I know I'm okay, a realist, man. He, was, like he, he grew on me for sure. Uh, he, he definitely gets my respect. Um, last year, he was head and shoulders better than his first two seasons here. Going into his senior year now, um, this kid had a chance to, again, I think we have a chance to be a playoff team, especially if we win this game. This could catapult us. Uh, to a to a big time jump and uh we could be off and running and I think we uh we got the we got the defense Jared Verse with potential defensive player of the year uh candidate uh, uh top draft pick transfer from uh Albany or Akron University Albany to us last year and played like a man on fire and I think he's gonna double back and have an even bigger year this year um Johnny Wilson, the six foot six wide receiver out there. I don't know how he gonna pan in the league, but six foot six, he run four four, and he's uh he's Jordan Travis' favorite target. But um, again, I'm not slouching on LSU. Again, man, it's LSU, but they will be. I can't think of the name of the player, but they will be missing their best defense alignment. He got in trouble for, which I think sucks, for signing some autographs in 2018 before the NILs had kicked in. Was that? Uh, I can't think his name. Yeah, he's a defensive lineman for LSU. Yeah, number zero. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He got ended up getting hurt last year. Yeah, he missed. He missed yeah, our game. He got hurt in this yeah, game and missed yeah. all season. And he gonna miss this game again. And he's a big factor. So I can't think his name right now. But yeah, he wear number zero. But they got him for something that he did in 2018 with the NIL. I think that sucks. I'm like, man, they getting paid now. Like you should let that slide. So um, I definitely think that uh, it's gonna be a doozy though. But uh, y'all know, man. Some of those all day, dog. Some of those all day. I see you, P. Yeah, you, y'all definitely got to get y'all lick back. Y'all gonna try, man. It's gonna be a doozy. Like I said, I ain't, I, I'm not a big. Ch- and I, I know Alec probably in here too. That's a few LSU fans. Uh, my uh, defensive coordinator is an LSU fan. When you hear the bell, that means it's a guess. I don't know who that could be. We gotta find out. Hey, 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 it's going down. Go ahead, check that. 
let's see who it is. We we all in this together, y'all. Watch it be watch it be some business. Oh, oh yeah. look at that. Somebody watching this live. Come on, man. He said he had to get this direct. <laughs> Can I get an autograph? Hey, man. Look, it's live, man. I told y'all it's live and direct, man. When you hear the ding, you know what that means, man. Welcome to the, welcome to the, to the party, man. Since you're serious, dog. In the building, dog. <laughs> hey, it's, it's live. Hey, but uh, Deb, yeah, that's yeah, that was uh, that was his quarterback in high school, Marvin Harrison. That was his quarterback, Cal McClud. McClud, you know, I don't, these these kids' names be crazy now. Club Nick. Yeah, no, that's the Clemson quarterback, K. Club Nick. Yeah. Oh, I thought Ohio I State. I was reading that one. Oh yeah, no, 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 that's D. DJ We Underlay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, at Oregon State yeah, now. Yeah, that's gonna be. I definitely want to see what they look like as well. Again, it's gonna be. It's gonna be some fun games though. It's gonna be fun. Again, then you got Texas and Alabama next week. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that. That's gonna be a fun football Friday. Y'all gonna y'all gonna hear. Hey man, Sid, come on man. What you what you got man? You got anything you need man? What you nah, what you think you want to chime in? You think you want to chime in, Paul man? You know what I'm saying? I'm watching everything, just starting to cook up. So oh, I'm excited. I was cooking too. I'm, yeah, excited. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, no, okay, most definitely, most definitely. Uh, who's a, oh college football player that you're rooting for this year? Mm. I ain't. I got to get a few for my guy. Like a like a any position. Ooh. Your head, you know. Let me go ahead and give y'all my guy. I know I got a, I got a player I'm always rooting for. You will be rooting for somebody, but I don't. I mean, I feel like you, you, you turn me on to Tennessee. So I've been watching Tennessee. I, I really like Joe Milton. When he filled in. I was like, hey, I remember. I can't remember where he was at. Michigan. That's where he was. Yes, at. sir. And I seen him. I was like, that name sounds familiar. But mm-hmm. he was out there just flaking that thing. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, he good. Mm-hmm. If that offense and mm-hmm. his skill set, yeah, he might be somebody to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah, my guy. I talked about him a little bit last year, but I couldn't talk about him over Hendon Hooker because Hendon was the guy. But this guy got a chance to also be a mid to late first round pick with another stellar season. And I think he would have been a first round pick even if he never left the original school he was at. Michael Penix Jr. out of the University of Washington last year. 4,600 passing yards. That was second in the country uh, last year. 31 touchdowns, only eight interceptions. Ran in another like six or seven touchdowns as well. Um, Left-handed quarterback. Was at the University of Indiana. Um, and was balling, and I was a fan of him there. Towards ACL, you know how that works. Once you tear one of them joints, one of them legs, that freshman or that sophomore come in, now the transporter really get the rolling. He ended up in, in Washington at a tremendous place. Uh, and first year was last year, after sitting out a whole year. He, he, is, he looked as good as advertised as he was before he left Indiana. I'm expecting another big year. Um, Washington, again, that's why I missed him with uh, Oregon and Utah, USC as division winners right there. Uh, but Michael Penix Jr., make sure you remember that name, ladies and gentlemen. That's my guy. And uh, for sure, for sure. Um, well, you know what else? We got a few other things. Harbaugh potentially suspended for the – well, not potentially. is going to be suspended for the first three games for recruiting violations. Hey, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's always what they told me. So, uh, you know, but he can still he can still coach at practice. He can still set the game plan. He just can't show up on Saturdays. So, I'm like, I mean, that's – He's going to be on somebody's earpiece. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, y'all ain't doing nothing, bro. TV on with an earpiece in, bro. I'm coaching. Right. Yeah. 
So I, I you know, I don't really think it's gonna be too much of a uh, of a drop off or anything like that for sure. Um, not through the first couple games. Yeah. And then, obviously, the big one is uh, Northwestern. The coach getting fired. Uh, I forget his name. With the hazing allegations, mm-hmm. you got all the players coming out. Um, it, it's crazy, man. Um, I, I read up a little bit on it, and they were saying like some of the things that you know they keep they keeping it all under wraps, but just like what they were suing for and things like that. And I'm like, man, if all y'all was letting this fly, bruh, y'all real Penn State ish over there with the Sandusky stuff. And it, bruh. It's weird because Northwestern, there's it's a lot of smart people there. Like these not no no meatheads. These dudes are extremely smart. Like they were the ones that started making the uh, trying to make a players union for college football to get paid and do all this stuff. Northwestern is a very prestigious school. Talk about it. So if you was letting this stuff happen, y'all, I ain't gonna say y'all agreed to it or y'all let it happen, but no, y'all let it happen. Yeah. And now you know what I'm saying. Now you kind of come out and everybody just it could. But it probably was somebody that was done wrong. It was probably a few people that was probably really done wrong. And then other people just jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah. Because there ain't no way. Yeah, ain't no money. Yeah. Yeah. Let me get in. Because ain't no way, man, you let this happen for all these years, dog. Like, that's. Yeah, I don't don't know. Then, like, the volleyball volleyball coach quit. Not the Northwestern head football coach. Like, it's a different different culture over there. Real different. Real, real different. For real. I was just like, man, I I don't like it. then you got the Iowa State players betting on their own games. Did you see that? Uh, the court, as a quarterback. Quarterback, a receiver, and two other players, bro, betting on their own game. They won one game. Yeah. Like, who was you betting on? Right, they had he betting on losses, bro. That's what make it even worse, bro. Like, now not only we already probably was going to lose even if you gave it your all. Right. You selling on top of that. That's not, it's not a good look, man. And you the quarterback. You in control. Yeah, he had some bills he had needed paid. Oh, they his paid. NIL deals wasn't him for him. Oh, his bills paid. He, his, <laughs> <laughs> his bills paid for sure. On time. Uh, for sure, for sure. Um, and some other bright news. Former NFL tight end Cal Rudolph uh, is signed with the Big Ten Network to be an analyst. Uh, so congratulations to him on that for sure. I thought that was pretty dope when I seen that. Solid football player. Tight ends usually know they spill. They hard workers. You know, you got to know a little bit of everything when you play tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for my throwback footballers, do y'all remember the quarterback, Akili Smith? His son just signed to Oregon, a uh, four-star quarterback, Akili Smith Jr., four-star recruit, just signed with Georgia. I mean, not with Georgia, with Oregon. So I think that's going to be fun. You know what I'm saying? That just let let my older folks who – I, I seen him on his way out. Like, uh, me, that was when I was around my era. So people that know him and seen him in college and got to see why he was drafted so hard. Bengals fans know him. Yeah, Bengals fans know him real well. He got a little baby now that's about to come out. So, like, now you know that that age is starting to really come rotating around. Obviously, Marvin Harrison Jr., like, you know, but it's getting real in the field. Everybody got baby kids out here. Frank Gore, son, like, it's... Adrian James, son, everybody, everybody, and it's real, it's real though. It, but it, it's dope to see though, because now this that generational talent that you know you get to see if people talk about. Where it's like, man, this when they say it's it's in you, it ain't on you. It's like that. Like, oh, this man got a kid, uh, kid balling nah, too. Now think right? about it. What's talk about as you saying that. Drake Kirkpatrick's son committed to Alabama. <laughs> we seen Drake Kirkpatrick whole career. 
dad and his, I'm sitting there like, dang, how old am I now? Like I've seen, I've seen this dude. He in high school, we watched him in the Under Armour All American yeah. game. Drake Kirkpatrick, yeah. and now his junior. Now his son is playing. Yeah. Man, I. T- you got Jason Taylor's son playing tight end at LSU. Like it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's lit, man. It's, it's, it's that whole dynamics. I was beauty. sitting there and it was like, yeah, that's uh, no, that's his, his nephew. Oh, okay. That's Zach Thomas. I want to say Zach. I think his sisters. They're like somehow that whole family. Okay, all rocking, all rocking, man. Okay, okay, nah. It's it's gonna be real though. It's gonna be somehow, real. Yeah, boy can play though. Early national champion prediction. It's real early. Or just Ooh. give me your two teams meet, not even to pick one, because you know how that it could get real. Give me give me who the final two teams. Ohio State. I was trying to do something, you know, something special, something different. Mm-hmm. Nah, but I'm just gonna go. For now, today. Right, it's way too early. You know, we'll come back halfway through the year. I'm going to go Ohio State and Alabama. Okay. Okay. And neither one of those teams would probably be there, but (laughs) for today, that's what I'm going to roll with. Yeah. I'm going Florida State versus Georgia, and we in the three-peat, man. Book it. Book it. See, I think them teams are going to end up. All beating each other. That is possible. I, because I ain't going to lie, Carson Beck, I ain't sold on him yet. I even watched the Georgia Spring game, and he didn't like. But when you can throw the ball to Brock Bowers, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he makes a lot of things look uh, easy out there. find some receiver to run deep. So, you know, but nah, yeah. It, again, Georgia is one of the teams that yeah. I do think could fall off. My other team, surprise team, is Michigan as well. They bring back a lot of returners. I like teams that bring back a lot of returners. Yeah. That's why I went with Georgia, but Michigan as I well. I like I like McCarthy. I like uh, mm-hmm. uh bringing both running backs running back. back. Uh, or, uh Crum, Corum, Corum, Corum. Yep, Blake Corum. Yeah, he didn't even play in the playoffs last mm-hmm. year. Number five went off. I mean seven. Robertson yeah. or whatever his name is. Yeah. yeah Michigan <laughs> for sure. There he goes. Flicking at the Miggity. Uh, got anything before we get up out of here, man? Um, nah, I gotta figure out. I gotta get a new tagline. I'm letting Brett Favre live in 2023. Yeah, yeah, we gonna let, we gotta let, let all that go. We're gonna let Favre go. Favre <laughs> season two. He can't come gotta, with us this season. I'm gonna figure two. out something else, but you know, right now I'm just excited for this season to start and get more into this. Yeah, no, hey, you already know, man. Hey, thank y'all to everybody who tuned in, uh, who listening in on the on Spotify. Or whatever app you're listening in on, to everybody who tuned in, commented on the Facebook Live. Hey, thank y'all. We're going to be here every Friday. We go on Facebook Live. Uh, check me out on what I got. Twitter now. I got Instagram, Facebook. I'm trying to, I'm trying to go up. It's Bringing the Wood Podcast. Everything is Bringing the Wood Podcast. Everything. It's all me now. I'm trying to run it up a little bit. Uh, but again, thank y'all for tuning in. Sin, shout out for pulling up, sliding through. Getting in on the live feed. Uh, man, thank you to everybody who tuned in again. Can't do this without y'all. Season three, we going up. Happy Fuck Work Friday to everybody out there. You used to bring the Wood Podcast with your guys, man. Easy.